Welcome to another exciting episode of the Josh Cast. Brought to you by Spastic Bladder. Uh, 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 oh god! Ah! Uh, right. Good. So, still reeling from the insurance company upping my monthly rate by $300. I'm still there. You know, I'd like to think that I processed it and that I transcended it and that I came up with a plan. Uh, and I did not do that. I'm still in that dung. That is where I'm at. I discussed this with my mother because that's what—that's how we celebrate Mother's Day in my house. We talk about medical insurance. That's our ritual. And she said, no, you, Josh, you're very smart. Now, she doesn't have a Jewish accent, but for some reason, I think it's better if she does for the sake of uh, the story, I think. Josh, you're very smart. You're very smart. And you know, if you can figure out a way to make more money. It reminds me of that show, Breaking Bad. That's the example she used of how to make more money. Uh, And you know what? Maybe in this day and age, she's on to something. I'd probably, you know, I, I, I don't mean to, to, you know, I didn't, like, I didn't get an A in chemistry. I think I did get an A in chemistry, actually. But I feel like I, my cooking skills are good enough that I could do meth. I could do that. I could cook it. I'd, I'd be very neurotic about the exploding stuff. I think I would, keep, I, would, I would run a good facility. It'd be clean. And then in terms of the marketing and the buying stuff, you know, I have some marketing experience now. You know, I know where I know I have a I I can log into Backpage. You know, I actually the I'm talking myself into this. This might be the solution. This might thank you, Mom. Meth, that's the answer. That's mm, I just drank uh, a whole uh, bottle of apple juice. That's how my sugar withdrawal is working. That's how I'm doing on... That's how I'm... How my health kick is doing. And now I want more apple juice. That's where I'm at. Ah, the joys of the late 30s. Is 37 considered late 30s? Well, there's 35, 36, 37, 38... I guess it's right, right before the late 30s. It's the mid-30s. No, it's late 30s. I'm going to say it's late 30s. 35 is mid-30s. 37 could theoretically be the end of the mid-30s. It's the the dusk of the mid-30s. That's where I'm at. The dusk of the mid-30s. It's where my body's saying, you're still young, but uh, not for much longer. Those are the messages I'm getting. At this point in time, those are the messages that I'm getting, and uh, I'm—I uh, like how the medical insurance goes up as my body's uh, ability to heal goes down. Perfect. This is a perfect business model. Everyone wins in this situation, don't they? And I still cannot get over how they told me about it. I know I talked about this in the podcast yesterday, but I'm going to talk about it in the podcast today because I'm still there emotionally. They send me a letter. They say, hey, we see that you have changed addresses. Don't worry. We've made a note of it. We're helping you out. 
By the way, when you change locations, it may affect your monthly rates. And so we're going to raise your rates by almost 50%. Actually, I think more than 50%. We're going to, we're going to hike it by $300. It's the pretending to be helpful about it. That's what pisses me off. You know what I want? I want an insurance company that is honest. Hey, we're Anthem. We know that you like living and you're too scared to go at it alone. So we're going to raise your rates by $300. And if you don't like it, you can go and die. Ha ha, Anthem. Like if that letter had had an evil laugh written at the end of it, ha ha ha, if that had been there, you know what? I think I would actually be handling this better. Okay, good. They're being honest. Good for them. Thank you for your honesty, Anthem. I don't know if you heard that. That was me scratching my nascent beard. Only nascent because I just didn't shave today. It's also getting hotter outside. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I want the June gloom back. But I guess with global warming, the June gloom is now going to happen in May or late April. The June gloom is great because it's overcast, but not too overcast. It's, it's an overcast that says this is going to blow out over soon. So I'm less depressed. It's a less depressing overcast than when it's really overcast and raining and etc. And it modulates the temperature so it's not as hot out. This podcast just got so, so boring. Profoundly boring. I'm talking about the weather. Because I'm sitting in my car while I'm doing this. And I'm baking right now, but I want the sound to be good, so I don't want to turn on the AC, nor do I want to open the door and allow there to be a breeze. So I'm, I, am, I am cooking in my own juices to bring you high-quality podcasting sound. Brought to you by Spastic Bladder. Ah, 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 ah. I don't want to repeat myself either. That was a joke I get. I did earlier, and then I did it again. I'm calling these things back too many times. More innovation, Joshua. More innovation. Which brings me to my n- next topic. The oatmeal raisin cookie. I want to discuss the oatmeal raisin cookie. I want to discuss this abomination. I want to go up to anyone who's making an oatmeal raisin cookie, a batch of oatmeal raisin cookies, and I want to say to them, Hey, are you having trouble getting chocolate chips? Please talk to me if you are. Here's my number. I've got so many available options for you. You don't have to do this. It's not the 1920s in the Dust Bowl anymore. You have options. This is not an attack on raisins. Raisins have their place. It's just not my first choice for a dessert because it tastes like the combination of fruit and osteoporosis to me. It's not an insult against raisins. It's not an insult against oatmeal. I don't know why, other than desperation, a person would make a cookie out of oatmeal. I don't know why someone is like sitting there at 7 a.m. eating oatmeal thinking, you know, this is too good for me right now. This is too sinful. This should be a dessert. What's next? Scrambled eggs? Cookies? 
I think I've heard other comedians talk about this, so I'm, I'm afraid that I'm stepping on something. But I can't remember who exactly, but I know it, that there is an ad. This is true. The, one of the biggest problems with the oatmeal raisin cookie is that it looks from far away like it is a chocolate chip cookie. It is the talented Mr. Ripley of cookies. It is a liar. I think the only time it's okay for you or I to eat an oatmeal raisin cookie is if we're at the work party and we get there late and all the chocolate chip cookies are gone and the only thing left is oatmeal and raisin. This is the order. If the chocolate chips are gone, then you have to go to peanut butter. And if the peanut butter are gone, then, then you have no choice but to go to the oatmeal raisin. Then I understand the situation. I think I will, be will, I will allow the exception in that particular case. But you need to, you know, be penitent and you need to make up for it by immediately and as soon as possible getting chocolate chip cookies. It's that simple. That is how the Wheel of Fortune works. I don't mean the TV show. I mean the Middle Ages concept of the Wheel of Fortune. The, the idea of Lady Fortune. That's how that works. If you voluntarily eat an oatmeal raisin cookie and it's not entirely an emergency situation, it must be followed by a chocolate chip cookie or people die. A thought that occurs to me is that medical costs are going up, which means that every time I eat something that's bad for me or I don't exercise, I'm worried that I'm increasing the likelihood of more costly medical procedures in the future, which means that sweets and sugar soon will only be a luxury of the rich. And at that point, let's, let's do the reign of terror. Let's do that. If it gets to that point, if I can no longer have my Krispy Kreme for medical reasons, if my Krispy Kreme is no longer covered by Anthem, then by God, let us uh, sound the alarm bells. That Let's guillotine. That's what we're going to do. That's my take on that. Of course, I'm not being literal. My fear is that someone listens to this and they take it literally and then and then they're going, well, because of the pod, because of Josh's podcast, that person killed those other people. So I, this is not literal. If you're listening to this and you only take things literally, don't literally kill anybody. I don't believe in violence. However, if you only take things literally, never eat oatmeal raisin cookies. Don't do it. Don't do it.